Stay tuned. East Side Radio, 89.7 FM. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Waves here on 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts, Alexandra Healy and me, Arabella Alamy. So how are you going, Alex? We're on the brink of the end of lockdown. So, so happy. So happy. Uh, I'm terrified of cases to spike, but I'd, I'm not sure anyone would have been able to do it much longer because, I mean, by the looks of the office last night... So for everyone listening, the office is an outdoor. It's East Esplanade Park in Manly near the wharf and it's literally where everyone gathers for picnics to drink, but you can't drink past eight o'clock because there are so many people there. And don't you notice during like the end of lockdown now, parks are so popular. It's like more people going to the parks than ever before. Literally, the only thing you can do is picnics. But like there were eight cops, cop cars along the office and so many people were breaking the rules. No one had a mask on. There were groups of 15, groups of 10. There were like only a few groups of five and everyone was just mingling. It was crazy. It's been a long time. I know, but how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm excited to have our first guest on the show who we're interviewing. She's a dear friend of both of us, of Alex and myself, and her name is Rosita and she does work with the Tourette Syndrome community community um globally and in australia as well and she's her own consultancy business and we are so excited to have her on yeah so we'll be speaking to rosita after our first song and our first song is from a brooklyn band called geese and it is their debut single called disco
Now we have our dear friend of both of us joining, Rosita Sunna. Rosita has her own consultancy business where she consults for non-for-profits. She was the Director of Marketing and Development for the Tourette Syndrome Association of Australia and has a son with Tourette Syndrome. Rosita is an active member of a global umbrella organisation, TICS and Tourette's, across the globe. Hi, Rosita. Thanks for joining Hi, us. Rosella. <laughs> it is so lovely to hear your voice. How are you? Same, Alessandra. I'm well, thank you. And I'm so excited that my two favourite people are now together in a radio show. Oh, that is <laughs> so lovely. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely of you. Rosita, I have, um, we have some questions to ask you. Firstly, tell us how you became involved with the Tourette Syndrome community. So it started all with the diagnosis of my son. So um, it took us quite a while to get the diagnosis um, because a lot of health professionals, unfortunately, are not as well educated on Tourette syndrome. So it took us um, like three years to get a diagnosis. Wow. And that was very challenging because we didn't know what we dealt with and, and the same for our son. Uh, so once we had the diagnosis, we found the Tourette Syndrome Association of Australia and they had some support groups which I visited. And I still remember when I came to the first meeting, I actually cried because it was the first time someone truly understood. And because yeah. this was so impactful um, for like us, um, I decided to become a volunteer. So I um, started volunteering as a Northern Beaches support group leader, um, which I did four years. And for eight years, I was a phone volunteer. And all of that um, led to employment as like the director of marketing and development. But then I started my own consultancy business in 2019. So I'm very passionate about Tourette advocacy, not only because uh, what I um, uh, lived with, uh, with my son, but also because of the community, the people I met and, and the phone volunteering, where I had a very good, um, like, overview of, of the challenges Tourette syndrome can bring for, for the community that, and those affected. Wow. Wow, Rosita, that is amazing. <laughs> Thanks to you, so many <laughs> families have um, have the support system they have today because they would have called you up being like, I don't know what to do when you were in their mm. position so yes. you could talk them through it. That is amazing. The work you do is incredible. Thank you. And Rosita, we have spoken on a previous episode, probably a few months ago now, about what Tourette's is. But for everyone listening now, could you tell us about maybe the media representation of Tourette's versus the reality of having it and maybe some myths that come across? Yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, um, because Tourette is misunderstood and, and stigmatized, uh, it's often really misrepresented in the media as a rare condition or it highlights uh, like um, so uh, inappropriate ticks like Popelaya. So that, um, that's something the press really likes to concentrate on, on the swearing. Mm. The only 10% of people really um, of Tourette's syndrome have uh, the swearing ticks or the copraxia where you make like obscene gestures. But because it's sensationalism, so they mm. pick up on that and that's misrepresenting um, Tourette syndrome completely. So people have really a lot of um, um, very strange ideas on, on what Tourette syndrome is. And also um, what makes me always very angry is if it's like um, if, if a character is um, 
portrayed in, in a ridiculous way, like in a comic or a grotesque way and, and making fun of people with Tourette's syndrome. Uh, so that's that's really terrible and it happens quite a lot in media mm. as well. So there are good um, documentaries, for instance, I have Tourette, but Tourette doesn't have me. So that's something which is a very nice documentary. But otherwise, um, there's a lot of learning still, I think, in regards to the media and Tourette. And there are also some uh, media guidelines, actually, which have been um, created by Dr. Sinead Anderson. She's uh, the founder of Neurodiverse and uh, organization in the UK, and she's also a member of a global umbrella organization. So she, um, to protect the people with Tourette syndrome, she did some um, media guidelines on what to think of if someone is asking you about an interview, and and um, or to to be part of a film. So, so you were asking about myths. Mm. <laughs> so often. Um, like the, the swearing, so that people with Tourette syndrome swear on con uh, without control. So that's mm -hmm. uh, like a, a myth. Um, and uh, the ticks are controllable. So that's not the case at all. It's like if you try to hold in the sneeze, so um, like it's just not uh, possible to control a tick. And holding a tick can also sometimes be very painful. Some people oh. manage to hold a tick for a while. But eventually, it has to come out anyway. It is another hard. one is uh, Tourette syndrome limits your abilities. <laughs> so that's not uh, the case at all. So people with Tourette syndrome um, have the same um, intelligence or ability to learn like everyone else. And of course, uh, like with everyone else, there are some people who are more intelligent and some are less or have learning disabilities, which can come with Tourette syndrome. But it's not said if someone has Tourette syndrome that mm. those things would happen mm. and then also Tourette syndrome can be treated with medication it's also a myth because there is no real medication for Tourette syndrome there yeah it's for life. always a trial and fail um, really and a lot of medication have side effects or even increase the tics mm. And um, some people think that those vocal tics um, is what you actually have on your mind. And, and that's also not true. The tics are not connected to what a person is thinking or doing. They're just coming randomly. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the biggest thing I think is that there is mm. no cure. And it's it's something I wish was... <laughs> I wish that was a myth. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, you know, yeah. I would love for there to be a treatment. Um, you know, That's living right. with Tourette's every day myself and, and you too, Arabella. But um, what do you think are some of the most difficult barriers for someone living with Tourette's? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so depending on the severity of ticks, it can be very painful and also exhausting to have to tick all day and leave you with the feeling of not having any control of your body or what comes out of your mouth. So that's a, a big challenge. And I guess the um, for everyone a challenge with Tourette syndrome is that they're like you're often met with misunderstanding, and that you have to combat ignorance and stigma and intolerance, which unfortunately is because the like the community is not so well educated. Oh, definitely. And and another thing also like Tourette syndrome, a lot of people think it's only ticks, but that's how we call it. It's only the take tip of the iceberg because um, like nearly 85% of people with Tourette syndrome have other 
coexisting conditions like ADHD or uh, OCD or anxiety, autism. Uh, and so that makes Tourette more complex and it's also more difficult to, to treat because often it presents a little bit atypical and then a normal psychological approach or like a, a is mm. not possible. So um, it is uh, challenging. And another barrier is also that getting a diagnosis and treatment is not as easy because not there are not so many uh, medical professionals who really have a very good knowledge of Tourette syndrome. So there is a lot of mis, mm. um, misdiagnosis and, and not the uh, access to very good treatment, unfortunately. There are... Um, experts um, but they're not so easily to find. And in your opinion Rosita are there any benefits to having living with Tourette's? Um, well if there are benefits I think it's um, like it's quite hard to it can be very hard to have Tourette's syndrome but because you experience those challenges I guess empathy and understanding is something which people with Tourette's syndrome have like a, a lot of um, because they had to go themselves yeah. through a lot of um, suffering I guess um, and handling uncomfortable situation uh, they might be better equipped to do that because that's what they experience um, very often so I, I want also to come back to the uh, intelligence. So I yeah. often come across that people think that people with Tourette syndrome are not intelligent. And I don't know why, but in the Tourette community in Australia, most mm. people I know are highly intelligent. They're even gifted. Mm. And also what stands out is that they're very um, musical, creative and very sportive. So they're often very mm. successful in, in those areas. And that's something that I, doesn't come across generally, I'd no, say. Yeah. No, exactly. So it's just like a perception of uh, like if someone has Tourette. Um, so there are still people with uh, like uh, learning difficulties, um, but that's also in the general public um, the case. So. Mm. We'd like to know uh, about your current project with ticks and Tourette's across the globe. So can you tell us about that and the overall goal of your research? It's very fascinating. Mm. So um, since 2019, I'm a part of uh, the working group to create like a um, global umbrella organization um, representing uh, like Tourette syndrome advocacy groups and, and patient organizations. And so our um, objective is really that um, patient groups and experts and other supporting professionals will work together and, and um, co uh, collaborate so that all the info, those resources around the globe actually come together in one place to enhance the research, but also to um, promote, like to enhance advocacy, just finding better outcomes for, for people with uh, Tourette's syndrome. Agreed, definitely. I think it's a something that is not spoken about a lot and thanks to you speaking out about it you know more people are learning so yeah, for people sorry i also want to say that are a lot in many parts of the world there are actually not Tourette syndrome associations or patient organization or advocacy and it's even uh, like health professionals maybe don't know about it so in some parts of the world there is no support at all for yeah. people with Tourette syndrome. Um, they can't get any diagnosis, any treatment, nothing, and they are completely misunderstood. 
So that's very terrible, like really terrible. And so our aim is in those parts of the world, um, then we will support um, people and also see if um, someone who's interested maybe to become an advocate to, to give them the resources to start up their own charity. And, and um, so TTEC is the, the abbreviation of the ticks and Tourette's across the globe. So we are not in competition with uh, patient organizations, with Tourette associations. Um, we are more bringing everything together. So we want to support the patient organizations and also um, bringing all the information across the world together. So as we are acting as a support, not in, in competition, uh, because some organizations might think, oh, why another mm. <laughs> uh, association? This is more... Uh, pulling everything together to make us stronger. Mm. And Rosita, it sounds so vital that you have all the research collated, so people from all around the world and especially to direct health professionals, it's all in one place. And it seems kind of bizarre that there hasn't been something like this already. So I think it's just so important and vital that this organisation is doing this now. Yeah, it's a big yeah. project. So we are working on our website at the moment, which... Uh, will have a part for researcher, which will have a part for the um, health professionals, and then for the patient organization, uh, like the the like the um, people in the community. If they come to our website or if they contact us, we will then uh, give them uh, the information. Where is the organization in their country? Uh, and if there is no support um, organization in their country, then we might uh, give the address of the nearest or if there's nothing, mm. then we will help them. We did have a few more questions, but we are running mm -hmm. out of time now. So we might just finish up with if um, you're working with someone that you think has Tourette's, what do you think is a good way to um, make the environment more comfortable for them? Uh, okay, so I think um, it's important to talk with the like the employer or, or with the school, and to ask for uh, adjustments. Um, so mm. those can like it's very individual, I guess, but it's important to ask of uh, reason to ask about reasonable adjustment. Mm. In, the, in the workplace, it could be that uh, a, a office worker with vocal ticks maybe needs a desk in a quiet corner so he can take away from other people and doesn't mm. disturb others or at school um, like often teachers send the child out to do like a, a task to get something from the reception so on the way to the reception they can take outside the classroom yeah. so um and i imagine if, if they take a bit longer to do something then they know that's why <laughs> so it's like less questions yes, exactly, on what they're up to just to give them <laughs> some space and um also to maybe if it's uh, like a business and they have to meet someone um, which is related to the business to give them like a letter to explain that this person has Tourette syndrome and why they maybe make noises. Um, so there are a lot of things which can be done in, in the workplace or at, at school as well. Mm. Even a mediator um, so that the person with Tourette syndrome if it's not if they are not nicely treated in the workplace um, can go to this person and then this person will talk to the colleagues or to the to the manager uh, about the, the problems which could occur in the workplace so communication is key at school in the workplace and and really doing adjustments for the person 
I really want to thank you so much, Rosita, for coming on today and um, really explaining a lot more in depth about what people are doing around the world to raise awareness for Tourette's and how they can contribute to research and support for people all over the world and just understanding that there is not that much um, education as much as there could be um, is Mm. something to really keep in mind. To discover more about T-Tag type ticks and Tourette's across the globe in Google, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn or via Instagram, their username is T-T-A-G underscore N-P-O. You can get in touch with Rosita via her LinkedIn account, Rosita Suna spelt R-O-S-I-T-A, last name, S-U-N-N-A. And if you missed anything today and want to follow this awesome show, check out the Breaking Waves Instagram page, breaking.waves.esidefm. There will be also information on how to contact Rosita and the ticks and Tourette's across the globe. Thank you so much, Rosita, for being our first guest. It was a pl- such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Arabella and Alessandra, for having me. It was uh, really fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you both soon, hopefully in person. Yes, have a lovely, lovely rest of your week, and we can't wait to see you. Same here. Thank you, you too, girls. Thanks, Rosita. <laughs> see ya. Bye. 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 You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Breaking Waves here on 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts, Arabella Alamy and Alex Healy. And be sure to follow Breaking Waves on Instagram. That's breaking.waves.esidefm and my personal Insta, alexandra.healy. That's H-E-L-Y. We will be back next week. And signing off with Pinkachu by The Kid Leroy and an explicit warning for the song. Never did you 
wrong, never told you nothing wrong, no. I always get the 100 for the jump up. I always try to keep it cool, but you were so cold. There's a lot more to the story that they don't know. There's a lot more to the story than the photo. There's a lot more to the story, and we both know. But it's okay, I'll be good, no. Long as my money right, I'll be good, no. Long as my bitch fine, I'll be good, oh. Long as the circle tight, then I'm good on God. Side FM.